Welcome to the Soul Beauty Chat. I'm your host, Fatima Farmer. The Soul Beauty Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower you through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. In addition to that, I'm a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher, a breathwork facilitator, a brand strategy clarity coach, and consultant. So before we dive into this episode, let's explore a few ways that you can support the show. Number one, subscribe on Anchors, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. The podcast is also available on other major streaming platforms. Number two, rate and review. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and leave a review, letting others know what you enjoy about this show. Number three, if you're on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment as you listen along. Number four, send me a message. If you're listening via Anchor, you can send me a voice memo asking a question or suggesting an idea for the show. Another way you can reach out to me is via email. And number five, work with me. If you're interested in working with me for a meditation session, a brand collaboration, or any of my other services or offerings, head to my website, FatimaFarmer.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Beauty Chats podcast. Welcome back to another episode. So if my quality sounds different today, bear with me. I'm recording from my phone, which I haven't done in probably over a year at this point. But for some reason, the power just went out in my building. So here we are. (laughs) So I decided, you know what, let me go back to basics and use the tools that are available to me since... I don't have anything else to do since my power is out anyway. So, um, yeah, let's get into today's topic. Um, Actually, before we do that, let me start by saying thank you to everyone that listened to the last episode. I got a lot of really good um, just feedback. Like you guys were talking to me. You were messaging me on Instagram, text messaging me. Um, I just really appreciate when you listen and then feel compelled to reach out to me to let me know your thoughts. So to everyone that listened to the last episode about why I no longer work hard and what I do instead, I really appreciate it. If you missed that episode, you definitely want to go back and check it out. Um, If you want to add some more ease into your life, you want to add some more flow into your life, you want to add some more rest into your life. And um, yeah, and just kind of breaking that mindset of hustle, go, go, go. That might be a good episode to listen to. So um, with that being said, I want to go ahead and dive into today's topic, which is actually a and a few weeks ago, probably early April, I posted that I was going to be doing a Q&A on my podcast and I've collected all the questions and I'm going to do my best to answer all of them here. Some of the questions, the answers require their own episodes, so I won't be going deeply into some of the questions, but I will try my best to cover a lot of what was discussed. Most of the questions were actually around Um, my work as a meditation instructor, as an entrepreneur. So I'm going to use a lot of time really talking about that today. Um, Speaking of entrepreneurs, I want to first and foremost shout out Sun7T, 
who sent me a beautiful, beautiful box of tea. I mentioned it in the last episode, and I'm mentioning it again here because the tea is amazing. Kayla is very supportive, and I want to support her brand. Um, and it's called Sun Tea 7. I think I said Sun 7 Tea. Sun Tea 7 LLC. Um, you can follow them on Instagram. As usual, I will include the link in the description. Again, that's Sun Tea 7 Black-owned, woman-owned, um, all about holistic health, herbal teas. Um, just hearing about her process, I got a chance to connect with Kayla and hear about her process and how um, herbalism has been in her family for years, and she finally decided to um, put it into her work. So, yeah, check out the brand, check out the tea. My favorite blend is the Feel Better blend. I actually ran out of the tea today, so I'm just drinking some generic tea from Trader Joe's. But I am going to make place another order um, very, very soon. I was about to say today, but who knows when my internet's going to be back on. So, <laughs> but soon. Um, and I would encourage you to do the same. So I just want to say thank you. This is not a sponsor episode by her, by the way. She did not pay me to talk about her brand. This is genuinely... She reached out to me, wanted support, wanted to continue supporting what I am doing, and I want to support what she is doing by amplifying her business on my podcast. So check her out. Instagram is linked below. Website is linked below. And if you purchase some tea, let her know that I sent you. Okay, so let's get into the topic for real now. So I want to dive into some of the questions that I got. I don't have the names of the people who asked the questions because I just wrote all the questions down and decided to just answer them in one shot. Um, but thank you to everyone that submitted a question. Um, the first question was um, about why did I get started with mindfulness and spirituality, which I think is a great place to begin as I'm talking about entrepreneurship and um what I do as a meditation instructor, I think it's actually really important that I start with why I got into this to begin with. Sometimes I forget that a lot of the people in my community don't know me, right? Because it's growing every day. So new people are finding the podcast. Hey girl, hey, or hey boy, hey, whatever you are, (laughs) welcome. Um, But like knowing that there's so many new people who are finding the podcast, sometimes I forget to Kind of connect the dots and let you know my story. So I'll do a little bit of that here. I'm trying not to be long-winded, but y'all know how I am sometimes. So um, how did I get started in mindfulness and spirituality? Okay, I'm going to be long-winded. So just grab your tea, get cozy, because there's no, there's no short way to talk about this. But pretty much my journey started with mindfulness and spirituality. I can remember my very first, like first introduction to the concept of yoga, right? I was in college um, and I had to take, I signed up for a yoga class for my health credit. And that was my first time ever taking a class like that. And I just remember being so intrigued by it and so fascinated by it. And we got this book. I wish I still had it, but for whatever reason, I donated it during one of my moves. I tend to do that a lot get rid of stuff when I'm moving and I'm like why did I get rid of that but there was this book that we had to get for the class and it just broke down like the chakra system it broke down the history of yoga meditation etc and I was fascinated I remember I would read that book all the time and after I got out of school um, if you all know my story you know that 
Um, I had a period where I was essentially homeless, right? Because homelessness looks very different for people, right? It's not just you're sleeping outside on the street. Homelessness to me is when you don't have a place to call home, right? And that's where I was. I was in a space where I didn't have a place to call home. I was bouncing around from different family members' houses, friends of family, um, sleeping on couches and floors and blow-up mattresses. And that was really the start of my journey of spirituality, right? Because um, at the time, I didn't know that it was a journey of spirituality. I just knew that I was very depressed. I knew that I was very sad. I knew that I was very um, overwhelmed with life. And I was seeking purpose. I was seeking like, okay, God, this can't be it. Like, this can't be the reason why you brought me here. And I wasn't a Christian at the time. I didn't have a relationship with God. Um, I just knew that the way that my life was panning out didn't feel good. And I was very unhappy. Um And for those who don't know my journey, um, during that time, I was extremely depressed to the point where I actually considered suicide. Um, I never attempted it, thank God. Also, I should have put a trigger warning there. I apologize for anyone that is triggered by this. But um, yeah, like I actually considered it. You know, I didn't attempt to do it, but I was very close to attempting to do it. And um, that was kind of the moment where I knew that I had hit rock bottom. And like a lot of people who are very um, spiritual and um, into these things, we, a lot of us have that point in our journey where we hit rock bottom. And that was rock bottom for me. I was working at a job where I was making $7.25 an hour. I was sleeping on a blow up mattress at some, at a friend of a family, friend, oh my gosh, a <laughs> my brain this morning forgive me (laughs) a friend's family member's house and um yeah it was just rough it was rough and um that was my rock bottom and from there I started to seek I started to dig deeper into this yoga and meditation I started to um really dig even into Christianity at the point but I was so against it I had so much um resentment and so much fear built up around it. And I think I was really focused on uh, religion more than relationship with God. I didn't know about a relationship with God. I only knew about religion. And I knew that I didn't like religion. I knew that I didn't like um, how a lot of Christians had treated me in the past or how I anticipated that they would treat me. So I just kind of distanced myself from it. Um, I really, really distanced myself from it. And um, that led me to exploring the world of Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam. Um, I really dove deep into all of those different religions to see if they worked for me. I kind of tried them on like hats almost and was like, okay, how does this one look? How does this one feel? And I learned a lot of cool information along the way, but um, I still noticed that there was like this void, right? When I was seeking those things, I still felt like this emptiness. And um, I remember... When I got my first apartment after probably like a year or so of really struggling and being at that low point, I got my first apartment. I got stable. I got a job where I was making a little bit more money and I was kind of in isolation. Like I lived and worked um, a little distant from my friends and family. I didn't have a car at the time I was working in New York City, so I didn't really need one. And I just didn't really do a lot of socializing. I spent a lot of time at home and it was very lonely now that I think about it. Um... But 
I'm grateful for that time in hindsight because that's when I really started to seek a relationship with God and I started to seek out purpose. And um, that led me to um, this deep dive of religions. And um, finally, I would say in like 2015 or 16, I finally made my way back to Christianity, but through the lens of building relationship with God. Um, and not through the lens of religion. And um, now I am at a point where I feel as though I've found this sweet spot where I can appreciate religion and the Christian religion for what it is, but I also can appreciate Buddhism. I can appreciate Hinduism. I can appreciate yoga and all these other things. And I can incorporate different components of those um, practices and beliefs into my life that I feel like doesn't compromise my values, right? At my core, um, I know what I believe. I know what I stand for. I know I have a relationship with God, and that's the most important to me. So um, I don't really um, feel the pressure that I felt um, when I first was introduced to Christianity, that I had to be perfect or I had to do it the right way or I had to be like in this confined box. For me, I'm just in a, a beautiful, beautiful space where I have a beautiful relationship with God, beautiful relationship with the divine. But I also understand principles like the law of attraction and um, different practices that may be viewed as Eastern, right, or viewed as associated with religions that are not Christian, but I have this deeper understanding and appreciation that they're all tied together, right? They're all tied together. And and I still believe what I believe, right? I still believe in Jesus. I still believe in the Bible, but I also still can really appreciate and find value in a lot of those other practices. So that's how I got started into it. Um, as far as mindfulness goes, mindfulness was, um, of course, a huge part of my meditation practice. I really, really dove into mindfulness in 2017 or 2018 when I was working at a company in New York. And I remember... Um, I would just wake up really, really early to kind of beat the rush of traffic on my commute. And I found out about this yoga, I mean, this mind, this mindfulness meditation studio called, um, oh, what was it called? Was it Insight? I think it might have been Insight. Not like Insight Timer, but there's another studio called Insight in New York. And um, yeah, I started, I started going to their, to, to their meditations in the morning before work. And I was committed like this. I'm talking about I would wake up at like 5 a.m. Sometimes. No, I would wake up earlier than that because I would I would get to New York around like six or so. And I would walk from Penn Station. If you guys are from New York, I will walk from 34th Street to like 14th Street. So I was getting exercise. I will walk to the meditation studio, meditate for five, for about 45 minutes or so. And then I will walk back to my job. And, um, yeah, it was just really beautiful. It was a really beautiful journey of mindfulness. I was spending so much time with myself and it was just like my moment of peace. Like during that time, I remember not having a lot of peace in my life and feeling like I didn't have a lot of um, quiet time. So that was how I cultivated a mindfulness practice for myself. And I did that consistently for months. Um, and then after that, I moved to LA and I was really deep into it at that point. Um, and yeah, it just continued to blossom from there. So, um, I guess I'll kind of chat a little bit about what I do now. So for those who don't know, I'm a mindfulness meditation instructor. Um, I'm also a breathwork facilitator. 
a coach and a consultant. So the title that I like to give myself to kind of summarize all of that is a wellness, a spirit led creative wellness entrepreneur. Um, and what I do, and I, I, of course, I also have the nonprofit um, called Soul Beauty Outreach, where I offer mental health and mindfulness resources to homeless women. So what I do, um, if I break those things down, is I offer meditation classes to individuals and to communities through virtual studios and in-person studios, right? I also offer a corporate wellness program. So if you work for a company, let's say, if you work in HR or maybe you're a benefits coordinator at your job and you want to bring some wellness and mindfulness to your employees, you would hire someone like me to come and lead mindfulness classes to your employees. So that's something that I do as well, which I absolutely love doing. Um, I also um, offer consulting to other wellness and mindfulness brands. So let's say you're an entrepreneur, you're starting out, you want to um, kind of create like this social media brand for yourself and you need help getting started. I help um, creatives, wellness entrepreneurs, artists, um, business owners who are pretty much all in the wellness lifestyle space who want to start some type of a social media presence. I help you to get that off the ground as well. So what I've I'm so grateful that I found this beautiful blend of fi- of cultivating my passion for social media, content creation, marketing, right? And also my desire to work in the wellness space. And I've combined them together in a beautiful way um, where I'm able to help people on both sides, right? I'm also, I'm able to facilitate and to provide healing, but I'm also able to help other people create a platform where they can offer some type of a healing or service in the wellness space as well. So I feel so blessed and lucky to have found this merge. When I tell you it took me so long to get to this point that I just want to kind of pause and put a pin in this conversation and let anyone know that if you are um, feeling like, wow, you know, it's so cool that you know your purpose and you have all this clarity around what you do and how you do it, know that it was a journey to get here and also Know that if you are on that journey where you're like, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. I like all these different things. How do I bring them together? Um, It takes time. It takes learning yourself, right? Like I didn't know in 2018 that I would be doing this in 2021. You know, I had pieces of the puzzle, but now the puzzle is together. The puzzle is fully formed and I can see it for what it is, at least this iteration of the puzzle. Um, But back then I just had a complete incomplete puzzle. You know, I had certain pieces. I had the mindfulness. I had the marketing, but I didn't necessarily know that I could blend them together. So I'm grateful for that. And a perfect segue and kind of branching off into um, another part of what I do is I offer coaching. So I actually help people who want to take a leap, um, find their purpose, get more clarity. Maybe you're working a job where you're just like, this doesn't feel good anymore. I know I'm supposed to be doing something else, but I don't know how to get there. Actually coach people on exactly that. So those are some of the different things that I do. Um, And that leads me to the next question, which is how do I manage the business side of things? How do I manage all of these things, right? I just mentioned so many different pieces of my business, so many different pieces. So there's coaching, there's meditation to individuals and studios, there's meditation in the corporate base, there's um, consulting, right? There's And then there's a nonprofit. So there's like five arms of what I do. And that's not even all of what I do. 
Like I think in the last podcast, I mentioned that I probably have like 12 different streams of income, maybe more. I don't even know. I need to sit down and count them all. But so how do I manage all of that? Um, I manage it by being very organized. I am someone that's very organized. I swear by a Google calendar. Okay. I love to color coordinate. (laughs) And I think honestly, I'm just a very organized person. Like every person I've worked with, every company, every job, like that's always feedback that I get is that people really appreciate how organized I am. Um, so I think, I think it's a, a skill that was built. I don't know if I was always organized. I'm trying to think back to like when I was in high school, if I was organized, I guess I kind of was like, I was still really into like color coordinating and having like binders. And so I guess it's kind of just in me, but it also was something that I cultivated over time, right? Um, so being very organized helps me a lot. I use a lot of different tools like Google calendars. I use the notes on my phone. I use Google Drive. I just love Google. I love Google. I love Google products. I love Google services. Um, I just love Google for real. Like Google, if you're listening, which I know you are because you always are, <laughs> let's work together. <laughs> I literally stand for Google. Um, but yeah, so being very organized definitely helps. Um, what else? What What are some other things that I think helps me to manage it all? Um, getting support from other people, right? So I am blessed to have so many other entrepreneurs um, in my life, friends and family, and I talk to them often. I ask them about their process. I ask them how do how do they work? How do they feel the most efficient? I ask them different questions to um, just learn about um, how they navigate being an entrepreneur. I also read a lot of books about entrepreneurship. I watch a lot of videos and a lot of, um, do a lot of research, right? So those are different ways that I balance it all is, but it it really comes from educating myself really in short. That's what it is. Educating myself and, um, being disciplined with those things that I'm learning. Excuse me. So, Let's talk about um, getting into certifications and trainings, speaking of the topic of educating myself. Um, I have invested in multiple trainings and certifications, and I want to share because someone did ask a question around um, what training did I take for my meditation um, certification? And I took a training by the School of Positive Psychology, I believe it's called. I would look it up, but... As I mentioned, my power is out right now, so I don't have internet to do so. Um, But editing Fatima will be sure to add a link to the school if you would like to take the training. Um, The training, I believe, is about $400 or so. Um, It was a self-paced course. I really enjoyed it. Um, It was very science-based it was not like very spiritual it was more so on the science side which I can appreciate um I think because I have a very strong background in spirituality having the science component of it was actually really helpful for me um and also I have an affiliate um link with this school so if you do decide to sign up use my link in the description and I will get a um affiliate commission which I think it's awesome I help you, you help me. So yeah, check it out if you're interested. I recommend the school. It was very, very good. I love that it was self-paced, but it was also very, um, what's the word? 
engaging. Yes. So definitely check it out if it's something you're interested in. Um, and then as far as other trainings, I do have other trainings. I have suicide um, prevention training. I have um, first aid, mental health first aid training. Those are both free. You can take them through. Um, if you just look up like the Mental Health Alliance, you can take those free trainings. Um, I also have a breathwork facilitator certification. I'm completing my hours, so technically I don't have it, but um, I've already completed the coursework. I just have to complete the additional hours. Um, so let's see, what else is there? I think that's pretty much it. Those are like the main trainings that I've taken. I'm most likely going to enroll in a trauma and trauma therapy, um, training, um, and a few different other ones that I've just been thinking about. But yeah, those are some of the bases that I've taken. I don't have a training, um, or certification to, as a career coach, even though I offer coaching. I'm not a certified life coach by the um, coaching institute or the coaching um, alliance. Like, you know how there's like the yoga alliance and there's like the coaching um, alliance. Like, I'm not certified by that. And I actually want to put emphasis on that because when it comes to coaching, you don't have to be certified. When it comes to a lot of these things, you don't have to be certified, right? Like if I just wanted to teach breath work and meditation, I totally could without having any certification. Um, but I chose to, to get certified because I wanted to be um, skilled and an expert in what I'm doing. When it comes to coaching, the reason why I don't offer, I mean, the reason why I'm not certified in that is because I have always offered coaching from a place of experience. And even to this day, the clients that I get, the people that reach out to me, they want to work with me because of my experience. So I think getting a certification might be helpful in building out a structure and how I want to coach. But I've had so many clients that I have, I have my own structure, I have my own process, and I may take one in the future just to kind of deepen my skills. But I just want to put emphasis on the fact that you don't have to be certified to get started with a lot of these things. Some things you do, right? So if this is something you're interested in, if you're interested in the wellness and mindfulness space, like for example, if you're about to start teaching yoga, I would recommend getting certified in that first because you don't want someone to get hurt. But with coaching and meditation, um, people can't get hurt from that, right? You can be a, a bad coach, but you can't hurt someone um, from doing it, maybe emotionally. But I think that's more of just like having self-compassionate common sense. Um, and then breath work is also something that I did not want to facilitate unless I was certified and trained in it. So now that I have the training and I'm completing the courses, I feel more equipped to lead those classes. But I would never do something like breath work without taking a training first. Um, so let's see. Um, what are some other questions? Um, the other question that I got was around... Um, codependency. It was a really good question. Um, I mentioned in one of my episodes, I think it was the episode before last about how I have been healing my codependency and codependent ways and how I've been doing that. Um, I think that deserves an episode on, on its own, to be honest. Um, yeah, it does. It deserves a deep dive because I want to talk about what codependency is, how it shows up, how I figured out that I was codependent on other people, how I worked through it. So it's layered, y'all. It's layered. So we're not going to get into that right now. Um, but those are all the questions that I had. I know that was a lot of information, but I hope that it was helpful um, for anyone that was interested or curious about my journey 
to wealth, wellness and mindfulness, wellfulness, that should be a thing, wellfulness, <laughs> you heard it here first, <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope that that was helpful, and um, yeah, I want to share that um, if you're interested in connecting with me, working with me um, as a coach, if you want to join a meditation class, if you want to hire me to lead a meditation for your company or your employees, um, or if you need some consulting um, for your business, feel free to reach out to me. My website is FatimaFarmer.com and you can find all of the information about all of the things that I do there. I also want to mention some of the classes that I have on a weekly basis. On Tuesdays, I teach a meditation and breathwork class with a community called Highlights. You can follow me on Instagram to learn about that. On Fridays, well, actually, I don't know if I'm going to do that anymore because my schedule is a little crazy now, y'all. In the best way, God has been blessing me. Sometimes I teach on Insight Timer, so follow me there for those classes. And then on Sundays, I teach a class at Charlotte Yoga. It's virtual and in-person. Drop-in classes are only $10. And um, yeah, you can join me if you want to meditate. It's perfect for beginners. But I look forward to seeing you all in class on the internet somewhere out there. I thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to head over to my Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know your thoughts. Um, And if you have any other questions, of course, you can reach out to me through my website or on Instagram. Um, Yeah, I'm glad that you guys are here. And look at me doing two podcasts in one month. Okay, last episode, I said one time a month and we're here twice in less than a week. (laughs) Let's clap it up for your girl. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. Wish me luck with my power, you know, because I'm still sitting here internetless, but it's okay. Maybe the Lord is telling me to relax today. Anyway, with all that being said, I thank you so much. I love you so much. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Bye. Also, last thing I want to mention is that if you are listening to my podcast and you would like to send me a message with your feedback, please do. There is a feature where you can send me a voice message. I will link it in the description of this episode and every other episode. All you have to do is click that link, record a voice memo for me, and I'll listen to it. And if it's relevant, I'll even feature it in the next episode. I would love to start highlighting like a user message or a listener message in every episode. So if you guys are into it, send me a voice memo, click the link in the description and yeah, we'll have some fun. I would love to hear your voices. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. 
One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soul beauty. Back to the episode.